Today we're talking about how coronavirus and self-quarantining impacts your business, but more importantly, steps you can take to allow business continuity and I'll give you some exact tips on ways that if you're an in-person service-based business that you can keep in front of your customers during the time that they're self-quarantining. This is Vicki Wu, and as always, we're talking about the best tips for marketing your small business. Be sure to subscribe to our channel to be notified of the latest updates. The first thing you want to do if you're not an entrepreneur who usually offices from your home is have a quiet place to work with no distractions during the times that you choose to work. During this time, there's a lot of schools that have now closed, and if you have young children, they're going to be home. You need to make sure that you have an area you can be free of distractions, able to make phone calls without worrying about kids that are playing in the background and all of those things, where you can set your computer up, where you can have good access to Wi-Fi, good lighting. Have that place already chosen or in mind for times like this where you're going to need to be working from home if you don't normally do that. One of the most important things I recommend is store as much information related to the running of your business as you can in the cloud. For example, I use Dropbox for all of my documents for everything on my computer, and there's a lot. There's video, there's graphics, there's you know text with different like plans and schedules. All of it is in Dropbox, and Dropbox is synced to my computer so that anytime I save something on my computer, it's automatically being also stored in the cloud and I don't even have to think twice about it. Have some kind of plan like that in place. Dropbox, iCloud, Google Drive also has that same kind of sync where you can sync things to your computer and the cloud at the same time. Get that implemented now before you need it later. One of the most important pieces is my CRM. This allows me to store all of my client data in the cloud as well so that I have contact information, notes, access to emails I've sent my clients. All of that's automatically in the cloud because it is a cloud-based service and that's one of the benefits. It's all stored there already. My accounting software, QuickBooks, you can use a cloud version. Wave, some other ones have cloud-based versions of those as well so that you're not losing your important accounting information that you may need access to. And of course, email. We all know that you can access email from pretty much anywhere, but a lot of businesses still use Outlook on their desktop or another email client similar to that. Whichever one you choose, you want to make sure that you've set up the IMAP settings instead of the POP settings. Two different types of settings for when you're setting up the email, whichever program you're using, whether it's on your desktop, on your phone, anything like that, importing it maybe into Gmail. You want to make sure you use the IMAP settings because what that setting does is let all of your email, your sent email, your received email, things you've put into folders, it all syncs across all of your devices. Whereas POP email does not do that. So make sure your emails on any devices you may use are set for IMAP so that you can always access all of your emails no matter how you're having to access them. The great thing about this, these are all the settings I have in place, I can literally work from any computer anywhere in the world as long as it's connected to the internet. Any device also, I can do a lot of client work 
actually on my phone. There's pieces I can't do, some of the graphic design pieces, using Adobe Photoshop, Adobe Illustrator, editing videos, those are still best done with the computing power of a desktop or a laptop. But for everything else, I can do most of it actually on my phone as well. And that's because all of this information is stored in the cloud. Without that, I couldn't do it. I also mentioned any device with an internet connection. The great thing about my phone is that I can use a data plan for almost everything, but definitely for being able to stay in contact with my clients if needed. As long as I have access to mobile, I'm good. Now there are a few spots that we've been through. On our drive back and forth to the west coast, you go through some areas in the desert that there's no data either. And, and no mobile, no access to the phone at all unless you stop and use a landline. Anywhere in the world other than those remote places or in the middle of the ocean, I'm able to do work and get it done. The other thing you want to do to make your life easier if you're ever working in a different spot from usual is use a service like LastPass. This lets you store all of your passwords and have access to them across devices or from another device. The nice thing is you only have to remember one password to get into LastPass and so you can make that password pretty complicated which is the best thing to keep it most secure but you're only having to remember one really complicated password. Services like this also have the ability for you to share access to certain platforms that you use with other people without giving them your password. And so if you ever need to have other people help you with something, you're able to share your access to a platform you use without giving them your personal login details, which is great for security reasons. And then when they're done, you can remove the access. Another thing you wanna do is have an option ready for virtual meetings. Rather than meeting in person right now, virtual is the way to go. Of course, everyone knows about Zoom. They even have a free option. The free option limits you to a 40-minute meeting, and then it just cuts you off abruptly. However, I use a service called Free Conference Call, which is basically the same thing, but their free meetings are unlimited minutes. So you could have a two-hour meeting and not need to purchase any paid plans. There's some other great benefits of Zoom that come with the paid plans. I go with free conference call because of it doesn't have a bunch of bells and whistles I don't need. All I need is the ability to video conference and to video conference for longer than 40 minutes. So that one's my choice. But you want to have that plan in place. Go ahead and sign up for an account on one of these video conferencing services so that you have a link you can send people if you need to do a video conference call. A couple other things you want to go ahead and put in place. If you don't already have these working while you're kind of self-quarantining or doing the social distancing is a great time to set up at least a basic draft of these items. The first is some kind of continuity plan, kind of write out so that you're gathering your thoughts on how you're going to be able to do business from another location if you need to. Like I said, these things about where are files in Dropbox or are they in Google Drive, which accounting software can you access in the cloud, outline all of that. Also, 
options of where you can work from, think through if you can't work from your office or your physical business, can you work from home? If that's not going to work out well, have a couple other options in mind. Maybe it's um, getting a day pass at one of the shared office spaces, or maybe it's going to the library. Also think about other locations you frequently travel to, such as visiting family and what the options are there. If you're there regularly, you need to have a plan for alternates and put the plan in writing so that you can reference it and not have to kind of recreate and research again every time you want to do it. Also have a communication policy of how you let employees and clients know when you need to close, how long you're going to be closed, what time you're going to open, any of those types of things. It doesn't have to be complicated, just a couple bullet points of how you're going to connect with them. Are there certain clients you need to call? Do you need to call staff? Can you get by with simply sending an email knowing that maybe not everyone will notice it? Can you post it on social media? Do you need to hang a sign on the door? Have those bullet points written out so that you can quickly check back on that policy that you made, that communication policy, and just kind of run through it like a checklist rather than using the mental power to have to remember each time all the steps you need. Plan that policy out now and again it doesn't have to be super complicated don't overcomplicate this if you have staff that works for you let them know where it is so that they can access it also so if they're the ones working in the store when the electricity goes out and they know it's going to be out for 24 hours they can implement the pieces that that they can do there locally in the store and get that process started. You also want to have a crisis communication policy. This one probably does need to be a little bit more detailed, and this is when something bad happens. A crisis at your business that will probably end up on the news and not for a positive reason. So you wanna have a policy that outlines who's allowed to speak to the news, most importantly, to make sure that the message is is solid and what steps you may need to take in the event of a crisis. The other thing you want to do for your small business right now is prepare for a recession. I wrote about this early last year that all the experts were saying a recession was likely coming and things to consider for your business to get into place. If you haven't done that yet, you want to consider that now. The great thing is several of these things, the crisis communication policy, preparing for a recession, we have blog posts, I'll drop links down below where you can access those as well. This is a perfect time while we're kind of social distancing to take some of that time we may have spent doing that socializing or even just running errands that maybe we're not doing now and put it into play making up some of these policies. There's also some really creative ways you can stay connected with your prospects and your clients. We know that a lot of these quarantines are two to three weeks. Schools are closing for two to three weeks. Businesses are closing their doors for two to three weeks. You want to stay in front of your customers, but do so in a way that benefits them, that still kind of provides them with your service somehow during this time. Here's a few creative ideas for real client examples of different types of clients of mine and here's what I would recommend that they do. A hair salon, for example, if people are quarantined, you're not gonna be cutting and styling their hair. 
So maybe you can do a few blog posts or videos on how to recreate a specific style or how to use a certain tool best, like a flat iron, a car mechanic, car service. Maybe you do some videos of how during this self-imposed distancing, staying at home, your clients can do some basic maintenance of their own, such as checking fluids. It needs to be something that most people could do without having any special tools. Checking the fluids in your vehicle, your washer fluid, your oil, those things would be a great way to keep in connected to your customers. A restaurant. Show how you prepare one of your customer favorite dishes in your restaurant. Or maybe show how you're creating a new recipe that you're going to be putting on the menu after this self-imposed quarantine ends. Fitness studio, a gym, some type of fitness related. You could offer a video on a full body workout using nothing but your own body weight. You don't need any special equipment at home. Or you could do something like Zumba class video so that your prospects can do it in the comfort of their own home, not needing any additional equipment or anything special. Think of a creative way that you can use technology, especially video, which is so easy. Live video on your Facebook page or even on YouTube can be a great way to stay connected with your customers, still give them something directly related to the service that you would have given them face-to-face -face in person and keep them connected to your business during this time that we're all taking more care to kind of social distance and not get out and do those types of things. If you want a specific idea for your business, just drop a comment down below or hop into Facebook and contact us there. We'll give you a specific idea for your business that you may be able to use to stay connected with your prospects and your clients during this time. Happy to do that. Just connect with us. And if you have any other marketing questions, you can always ask through one of those methods as well. And we'll try to contact you directly or we may use your question on an upcoming episode.